Welcome to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast. This week, I had a discussion with my friend Kalsoom. She's a business coach. And we talked about everything related to money. What is money? How is money created? And should we have money or not? And especially money as Muslim women. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Okay, assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Sorry for the delay. Tech issues as usual. Thank you so much for coming for the live. If you're watching the live right now, say salams in the comments. And if you're watching the replay, put the word hashtag replay and let us know your takeaways from this live. Today, we are talking about a very, very, very underspoken conversation in, the, in our space where everyone is where everybody is just running after the 10k and the 100k but nobody's talking about what do you need to get there apart from the strategy where actually the strategy is just barely five percent of the work and the whole thing is 95 percent, which is your mindset to become a millionaire and inshallah we're going to be talking about that today with our amazing guest and my amazing friends from a long long time Saima who runs Wealthy Muslim Women. She has a program on how to build your stock portfolio and build a solid money mindset. Thank you so much for joining us, Saima. Thank you. This is fun. <laughs> are, you in the, are, you, are you in the group on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I am. I mean, not right now, but yes, I am. Okay, fine, good. Okay, let's get started. Bismillah. Why is it, Saima, that we actually struggle with, you know, the money aspect, specifically being Muslim women from Muslim women? Why why is it that we struggle with money? Like, what's happening? Well, I don't think it's very specific to Muslim women. Um, honestly, I think it's a very universal issue. We all struggle with money. And as I've grown, you know, become a physician, meet other uh, professional people, that's what I realized. Everybody really just struggles with money. And the universally, we are just shunned down from talking about money as if money is something bad. We have really bad thoughts about rich people. There are always headlines popping up on the on newspaper. You know, Jeff Bezos is doing this. Elon Musk is doing this. And, you know, they're, they're evil. And then we just associate having money with being something bad. And when we associate that with being something bad, then it's just something we don't want. We just take it out of our life. And and that that's the problem. Like money by itself is not bad. Money, having money can open up a lot of opportunities and a lot of doors for us. And we've just been raised with very, very negative beliefs. And that's not just us, like generations and generations before us have been raised with that thought, you know? That money is bad. You get money, you're going to change as a person. You're going to get power in your hand and forget everything else. And those fears, those thoughts have not just been taken. I mean, it's been, it's in, it's within us. It's very, very hard to let go of those thoughts. And I think most of us come from families specifically who do really think the child, the daughter, the woman shouldn't look at money why is that <laughs> yeah that's also that's very cultural right it's not uh, something religious uh, obviously we know from the very biggest example that we have with the Hadith who um, hired the prophet we all talk about it 
And uh, in that time, they did not have problem with that. The Prophet ﷺ didn't have problem with uh, being hired by a woman and going to work for her uh, before they were before they were even married. So this is something that evolved after after the life of Khadija and after the life of Prophet ﷺ. We somehow ended up associating that a woman should just be, you know, not dealing with money. Her job is to just stay home and to raise kids. And it's the man's job to really worry about the finances and money. And I, I really cannot figure out where it came from religiously. Like there's really no yeah. evidence. There's no evidence. Even even when you look at Aisha, even her, she was riding horses. She was, you know, declaring war, yeah. going and fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's really no evidence when we look at hadith or the Quran that women should not be worried about money. And in fact, it's the opposite. Like the Quran is, Islam is the first religion that finally gave women the right to inherit money. So we yeah. actually have the right on the money that our fathers, our husbands, our, our sons have. And uh, we have inheritance rights that, that, that are there. So it's, it's totally the opposite. So it's very cultural and it just evolved over centuries and uh, yeah, it's hard to pinpoint where that's coming from. Yeah, I can think, I can understand that. Like it's it was going fine, but then suddenly there was a dip and we just stuck in that dip. Yeah, yeah. How do we become the first generation to break the cycle? It's yeah. scary. It is it, so it, scary. It is, <laughs> it is scary. And I think we, we have to really go back to the foundation. Like what, what does Islam say about money and what does the Quran say about money? And there's nothing negative about having money in, in Islam. Even Quran, it talks about risk and so your risk is with Allah. And you should not worry about having less money. You should not worry about your food. Uh, we have a verse that says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to provide you from places that are even unimaginable to you. Your risk is going to come to you and you're not even going to know where it's coming from and it's just going to flow to you because that's what has been written for you. And then there are other verses like, you know, you need to give gratitude and you're going to give more money. And then the, the basic uh, foundation of zakat, which is our obligation, it's not even, you know, it's not something that's optional. It's an obligation yeah. that we need to share money with the less fortunate. We can't share the money with less fortunate if we don't have any money ourselves. So that in itself is an encouragement that we should be wealthy. We should go, you know, yeah. get money and be rich. Yeah. So we are able to help others as well and give charity and give tzedakah. And that, I think that's proven itself that, that, that we should be having more money. It's, money is a tool. Money by itself is neutral. We need to stop saying money is good or money is bad. Money mm -hmm. is just a tool that helps us exchange value for something. So I spend my money to buy time. So I'll have, I'll hire a nanny to come watch my kids. So I can have a couple of, you know, minutes, a couple of hours to myself where I can go to the yeah. gym and I can give back to myself. And that's the value I am getting. And I am thankful to have that money to be able to do that. Yes, mashallah. Yeah. That is so true. And I like the I like the part where you spoke about Allah will provide the risk. It was a story that I've been telling my clients. And I'd like to share it with you. Like I was reading in the book, in one of the books, that you know, Allah is our Raza, right? He is the provider. It was back the time of Ibrahim alayhi salam and his wife Hajar, who were stuck in the desert. And uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam told his wife, You'll have to stay in the desert with the baby all by yourself while I go. And she asked him, Is this a commandment from Allah? So he said yes. And she said, okay, that's about it. 
Allah knows best and I'm just going to be here, right? So she stuck at the, she was there and she was running out of feeding her baby and she was running, she was getting hungry. However, at that point, she didn't say, hey, you know what? Allah put me here, so I'm just going to sit and wait it out for Allah to send help. What she really did was, you know, run and scream for help between the two mountains. And when she did that, she actually put the effort in to make things happen, you know, for making. So Allah is a razak in two ways. One, when you do the work and you get the results, not from the place that you thought it would come, but from an unimaginable place. And two, you don't do the work and you still get it. Some, But we cannot always pin down and say, hey, today I'm not going to do work and it's going to come. We always have to strive to do the work like she did, which actually resulted in giving water for the rest of the generation. Right. Yeah. And that that's like having the sakwa and tying your camel at the same time. Exactly. Right? So, exactly. Yeah. Always tie your camel. Like it, you can't say that, oh, I'm going to give, Allah is going to give me the best, so let me just sit over here. No. It's very, very necessary. And I always go back to her. Like, you know, if like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, let it be. Like, no, you know what? I need to get this done. I need to get the process done. And if the process looks really difficult, don't look at the whole staircase. Just look at the next step. Tomorrow, what do I need to do? The day after, what do I need to do? And that builds your confidence big time. When you say, oh my gosh, I got everything done for today. So let's try the same thing tomorrow. However, if you look at the whole thing, like, I can't do that. And you just run away completely. Yeah. And I also like, yeah. Go yeah. on. No, no, you go there was one more thing that you said after risk that I wanted to talk about. Forgot what it was. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, yeah, and, and and really the other thing that we need to uh, stop uh, thinking is uh, limiting ourselves with with how much money we can have. We always think that money comes from how much time or how much effort we put into something, but that's really not true. So the society teaches us that you're going to get this much money if you put in this this many hours at a certain job. And we end up just limiting ourselves to that. So, for example, for me, it was like, okay, to be earning six-figure income, to be earning two, three hundred thousand or more, you have to go to medical school and you have to become a doctor. And then your limit is that you're going to earn that much. And that's where we limit ourselves. But money is unlimited there there's no limit to money in this world there's there's tons and tons of money out there you can have six seven eight figures of money and there's people who have billions and billions of dollars and the only thing that has helped them to get there is just believing that they'll be believing that they can make that (laughs) so if you put down that i'm gonna make a million dollars then you're gonna work to get that million dollar true. and you have more chances of making that this million dollar very true versus if you just tell myself, yourself i'm only going to make hundred thousand dollars that's my capacity then you're going to be stuck at that hundred thousand dollars so that limiting belief is something we have to come out of and be like there's unlimited amount of money and and there's nobody you know deciding who gets to have money right like previously yes there were a lot of limits you know the the wealthiest people were white male but now with the advances of internet and all the access we have, anybody can really generate money. So yeah. even as a female, we felt limited because females didn't have that right. And there were less females going to school and getting education. But we've, we've overcome a lot of that. So 100%. just believing that you can have a million dollars will get you to that million dollars versus just... However, yeah. with us, I'll tell you what, and specifically with us, you know what the problem is? If I make more money, 
I will lose time with my mm-hmm. that yeah. is the limiting belief that's the specific yeah. limiting belief that you know yeah. if i need to make more i need to do more which means yeah. i will lose time with the family yeah. you know and i remember yeah. thinking that yeah. uh, i remember thinking that a lot of like no i don't want i don't want to make you know consistent so much money every single month i know i could do i had all the resources available but i remember thinking that you know because someone asked me a very powerful question how much do you believe that you can make that consistent income every single month someone asked me that powerful question mm-hmm. and i was like oh i don't believe it enough and why don't i believe it enough is what i had to go into yes and i realized the reason why i wasn't is because i was in my head i kept thinking i need to do more i need to do more i need to do more but the thing is as you grow in your business or whatever it is you're doing you get smarter on how to handle it you get smarter on how to handle the money and exactly like for you wealth doesn't always mean like i need to go buy the things you buy time by outsourcing yeah. stuff when you make more money there's more money to give away like as the same way like you give away zakat the same money you'll give away to outsource so that people can do it and i'll tell you saima alhamdulillah 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 in my working life as an entrepreneur this is the easiest time that i'm living in right now it is the easiest time alhamdulillah working so much lesser because everything else is outsourced and i realized that like last year i had money sitting in the bank okay but it was just sitting in the bank and i'm like see i made so much i made so much so why am i not happy why am i not happy but <laughs> like, you know what it's not going to sit in the bank it's going to get utilized so i have my time back and do the things that i want yeah and that and- is what's important Yeah and and what's important to recognize is, uh, here is how do we create more money and we think it's by putting in more time and putting in more effort yeah. but that's not true we don't make money because we put in more time or because we put in more effort we make money based on how much value we are putting out into the world so whatever whatever value we are giving to the world the world is just going to give it right back to us And that's yeah. also and that's also very Islamic concept. I'll, I'll just read uh, on giving in charity the hadith. The Prophet ﷺ said, "Charity does not decrease your wealth." And when we give in charity with sincere intentions, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gives it multiplied back to us in this world and the next. So the way we get value back is by giving value. So we have that very limiting belief that that if I teach you something and you know about the stock market and I can teach you that money is very easy and you can make millions of dollars in the stock market and it's very simple. I can tell you in one sentence and I do that in my podcast. I a lot of times we have that belief that oh my god if somebody else gets that knowledge they're going to get more money and I'm not. We have that very scarcity, scarcity yeah. mindset, yeah. right? Like yeah. oh if the other if the other person has more money that means I'm not going to have that money. but that's not true the other person has their own risk written for them and they're going to get that no matter yeah. you know no matter what different ways so yeah. that's where we need to come in and support each other as women that you know just because somebody else has it if i give you money to learn a business skill yeah. from you then that money that you're that i'm giving you doesn't mean that i'm giving you the money and i'm getting poor and you're getting rich yeah. i am taking yeah. knowledge away from you to create even more money yes. for myself Yeah. So I'm not t- you're not taking away from me. I'm not taking away from you. We're like helping each other to build each other up and create yeah. more money in this world for both of us. Yeah, uh, and that and that's so such a big proof in in the Quran for charity. Like if you you know even smile is considered charity in Islam, right? Yeah. And and that's I learned that concept from western pers- perspective, like the law of attraction, you know, the universe doesn't like to hold back. If you give in the yeah. universe, the yeah. universe is yeah. going to give you back. 
if we're helping other people, he doesn't want to take from us. He, he's going to give us more back. So the yeah. more charity we yeah. give, the yeah. more we get back. So it doesn't yeah. decrease our wealth, but instead it's multiplied for us. Yes. So that, that's, that's how you create money is by giving value. And it, it literally comes down to Islam. It just comes down to putting your trust in Allah and just doing the work. Exactly right. like what Saima said, you know, you <clears> give. It's the same thing as do the process. You know, just do the process. But the basic thing of staying consistent in doing the process is why people struggle. You know, they said, no, this guy can't be done. I can't be done. But, you know, and I'll tell you, Saima, like I was, I was looking at Amy Porterfield the other day. And I mean, she, she, because if you don't know her, she runs like a million, I don't know, billion dollar business on with online courses. I was looking at her content the other day, Saima. It's so simple. Stuff like believe in yourself. Do this. Do that. And I'm like, how is this making billion dollars? How is it? Like her content, her program's good, mashallah. It is good. But the content that's coming on social media, the posts that she's putting is basically simple. And I had to trace back and see what is happening. The thing is, she's doing the process every single day. Yeah. She's putting value. It might not be high, deep. Like, you know, I, I was thinking that the more I get better at coaching and the content has to be more deeper, more stronger. No, it just needs to be the same over and over again. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I don't need to rack my head and think, what more can I write today? The concepts are very simple. And universal. So simple. Exactly. And universal. Everybody knows them. Exactly. People just need reminders. And anytime you struggle with scarcity, I've always, I've always believed, just look outside your window. Look at the number of leaves on the tree. Look at the number of blades of grass on the lawn. Look at the number of fibers in your carpet. Look at the number of hair on your head. There is so much abundance in every single thing. Do you really believe there would be abundance loss when you give away? When you give away, it grows more. It grows more. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so glad you brought up Amy Porterfield. And for those who don't know her, I definitely recommend going and listening to her podcast. She a lot of times has her guests there who are her, her previous students who took her course on how to build courses. And they've created millions and millions of dollars for themselves. And you, you, one of the things we think is that, okay, to make money, you need to have very high education level. You need to have a lot of resources. You need to have a lot of time. If you listen to the stories, they're amazing. There are women who are literally making billions of dollars from teaching crochet classes at home. There's a woman who has made a multi-million dollar business on teaching women how to potty train your child. I need to go join that. It's insane, right? Like the things that we we don't even consider, you know, like if if, if I'm a mom and I've learned how to potty train or or sleep train my child, that's a skill. Like that's a skill that you can share with the world. And how are you going to deliver that value to the world so that the world is coming and giving you that value back? So it, it doesn't have to be very complicated. You don't need an MBA. You don't need, you know, higher level of education. We have examples of you know, the richest people who have dropped out from college and made multi-million dollar yeah. companies. Yeah. And now there's more and more examples of that because yeah. the internet has made it so easy. Exactly. So, so we're blessed. And there is, we are blessed. And the, the world we're living in right now, that the, the generation we're living in right now is so good. We have so many resources to get better at what we do. And, you know, as a mom, I generally, like see, my thing when I started, doing, I wanted to work from home and stay close to my kids, you know, and impact women all around the world. 
the kind of work like course creation what i'm doing <clears throat> coaching are all things that fall under that umbrella which you can do from home as long as you can just do the work little by little every single day it doesn't need to be fancy you don't need to know tech you yeah you need to show up in front of a camera which takes a little bit of a work yeah you need to probably do a live yeah you probably need to record a few things but those things will make will build character within you so so much and it's a one time thing saima like you know the like you know this this concept that we teach where we run a master class and we repeat that master class over and over again that one thing that we put work into one year back is generating money like over and over over and over over again one time work it's literally like you created a song and you're living on royalties for the rest of your life yeah yeah that's it it is it is it is and so many people are doing it and not even that like they, uh, i i don't even know how tiktok generates money but like you know teenagers on tiktok and and kids on youtube videos yes. and they're getting paid millions of dollars just from these companies so yeah. it's we need to change yeah i think the biggest limiting thought belief that we have is money is hard one of the sentences that we all ended up hearing as child is money does not grow on trees and yeah. i like to challenge that that you know money does grow on trees it's it's paper money is paper and paper comes from trees so you know it's it's it, money is very easy it's simple we need to change that simple thought in our head and just put a number on what we want to create for ourselves in our lives and we'll be able to achieve it there there's, there's yeah. nothing that can stop us really that is true that is 100% true and if you like for example though if you say hey you know what i want to hit 100k in the next 6 months in the next 1 year whatever it may be start with first i'm going to finish 10 then i'm going to finish 20 then i'm going to finish and for every 10 20 30 you reward yourself pat yourself on the back i don't know go do two rakat salah and thank allah for it and keep moving and see before you know it the thing is we, we don't like the slow gradual work we yeah. want immediate gratification in our life we're living right now why didn't yeah. i make 100k i've been working for 2 months but you know if you actually did that for 12 months and you look back and be like oh my god i did more than 100k right that's it and, and the growth that you get yourself uh, oh my that is whole experience. that is another level that the connections you make exactly yeah. exactly so time how do we get rich how do we make money lots and lots of money <laughs> so that's creating value really creating value in the world start giving back to the world and we're going to get that money back changing the, the first piece is changing that mindset changing that thought put a number on what you want to create and you'll be able to create it and and there are so so many different ways right so for for example i like to teach stock market so once you have a job you should be investing that money and you can invest that money in different ways and one of them is in other other businesses i hope it's okay it's like doing some weird stuff on the video but hopefully it'll record okay Okay, yeah, yeah, um, so you. that's one of the things I teach. This any you can hear me. Okay, good. Um just creating a, thinking of an idea, what comes to your mind, creating and creating multiple streams of income. Your job should not be your only source of income when it comes to it. Think yeah. of what you need, what you want and you can create that. So for me, I really wanted to have a journal that I like and how I want to, you know, how I want to write in it. I really like love starting with gratitude in the morning. tracking salah and everything and i was able to you know i was like okay i i don't i can't find the journal that i really want and i ended up going and, and designing it and creating it and now alhamdulillah it's on amazon and it's generating income for me as well 
So what do you need? What do you want? And how to create this different sources of income for yourself? That is true. And I want to give you an example. She, what she said, I want to give it to you in an example format of what she said. So she said, look at what you like to do and create different streams of income, right? So let me give you an example. Say, let's name this girl Fatima. Fatima goes to work and she does like, you know, a short, or maybe a part-time job of three, five hours a day. And she probably earns $2,000 every month for that part-time job. What Fatima is going to do is she's going to take that 2000 and spend it across first, take out a little money, just $100. When she, when Saima said invest, investment doesn't mean you need to put in like thousands and thousands of dollars. That's a very wrong notion that we have. Fatima is going to just pick up 100 bucks and go put it into, go to the bank and ask the bank, what are the investment options available? That's all you need to do. Go to the bank and say, hey, I would like to know the different kinds of investment options. That was scary, Saima, for me to do. That was scary for me to go and just ask what are the different investment options. But it opened a stream of information for me. And then it started with just 100 bucks. Okay. So Fatima went. She asked the bank. The bank said, this is what you got to do. Sign over here. Show us your papers. Show us your ID proof. And she started investing 100 bucks every single month. Six months later, Fatima is looking. She has 600k, which she's never done in her life. Now, Fatima's energy has been boosted up. She's like, wow, now I have two streams of income. This money is compounding over time. And, you know, yeah. what looks like 600 right now is going to look like 20, 30, 40,000 in the next 10 years, five years, whatever it may be. Fatima's energy boosted. She's feeling, wow, that's how money grows? I think I can do that in another way. I'm making money in my work job. I'm making money over here. Now I'm going to teach other people. I don't know, maybe she's a kindergarten school teacher or something. She's like, I'm going to teach others how to become a kindergarten school teacher. What are the application form necessary? So she runs a little group over there, gets about five people who are interested in learning about it. She creates little like templates or Canva pamphlets or something. She sells it around, gets five people, signs them up for like 200 bucks each, makes thousand bucks and teaches them how to set it up. Immediate thousand bucks. Third stream of income done. Fourth stream of income. She's like, you know, many people cannot afford, I'll keep this hundred thing, hundred dollars, two hundred dollar thing going on. I'll probably go create a little ebook which is $27. Do you see how one piece at a time just grew? Yeah. Maybe one year, it might just look like Fatima just made 2000 But 10 years later, it will compound up the money. Yeah. It will compound. Yeah. And I'd like to give an example of compounding. So I recently did a, a talk and the question I asked was, like, how much do you think it takes for, for, for a parent to have a million dollars saved for their child by the time they turn 60, 65 years of age? Like how much would you need to save over their lifetime? And the answer is only to around two thousand dollars one time saving. So not two thousand dollars every month, not two thousand dollars every, you know, every couple of weeks. Two thousand dollars, like one time, around two thousand dollars when the child is born the first year. Child is born in twenty twenty two, and I save that money and I put it in a in a safe investment like a mutual fund that has you know has shown an average return of ten percent. That one time 2000 is going to turn into over $1.225 million by the time the child turns 65. So we can help our kids grow and leave like generational wealth for them. And the same thing for, for charity, for Sadaka. If we don't, the Sadaka Jariya, we can put that money into a donor advice fund and that money is just going to grow and grow. Even when we're dead, even when we're gone, the stock market is still existing, the world is still existing. That money is still growing, 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 and that money is going to your favorite charities, other places, forever. 
So mm-hmm. creating like really sadaka jariya for yourself or really for your kids is so simple and it, it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take that much money at all. My biggest takeaway from this is creating a mutual fund for sadaka jariya. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God, that is so smart. Like just yeah. get the compound money in and all the dividends that come out, all the extra profits that come out, just keep getting pulled out for ever and ever and ever until it grows. Exactly. Yeah. So there are funds that, that do that for you. So once you open, it's called donor advice fund in the US. I'm not sure what they're called in, the, in, in Canada. But really, once you put money into those funds, uh, that money does not belong to you. So I end up putting, you know, the fact money, everything there and then sending to the charities from there each year or each month whenever I like. And that's going to keep happening until the world exists, even though I'm gone probably for centuries. Oh my God, that is so yeah. smart. Yeah. This is millionaire mindset, isn't it? It's not just about this this life, it's about the yeah. afterlife too. For us, it's, it's, it's about the it's more about the afterlife. Like, this is temporary for us. Even yeah, if we have course. millions of dollars in this life, like it's temporary, we're not going to take it with us, it's going to stay here. But what, what do we take with us for the next world? Sure. And that's what we leave and that's what we give to others. Yeah. How can we practice a millionaire mindset on a daily basis? Tell me in terms of, I know you specifically mentioned uh, the more you give, the more you make back. What can I do? Simple things. Like, I know, I know you said value, but what are the, if we could get a little bit more detail, what can I give in simple daily life as a Muslim mom, Muslim coach, Muslim entrepreneur? What can I do on I mean, a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, as a Muslim, as even if you don't have, there are, there are women out there who say they don't even have, you know, ten dollars to give, but I don't have money to give. But in Islam, like that's that's not the only giving you have, right? Even just smiling, as we said before, is charity. Anything you do to help somebody, if you remove, put, take a rock away from the road and you know clear the pathway, that's charity. That's giving back to the world. So anything you do is really giving, as long as you have you know good intentions of just giving to the world, to the people. That's giving. There's, there's, there's. You don't have to give millions of dollars. It's whatever, whatever you have. Even if it's not money, what other value can you give? Free resources to your community, going and giving talk to the kids, your teenagers, any, anything to the masjid, any, any resources that people need. Just giving that is, is huge. But the biggest thing for me is uh, really assessing and showing gratitude for what we have. So daily gratitude, even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you give thanks, I will give you more. Yeah. So he's, he's given us everything that we really need. There's national secrets. He's, he's literally told us how to get more in this world. You know, just give thanks. And that's the first thing. So that's why in my journal, when I did that, like the first line I have today, I am grateful for. Yeah. So I like to think of a couple of things for that day, just that day that I'm grateful for. And a lot of times what ends up happening for me is just being grateful to have a mind, a same mind where I'm able to see what I have and yeah. where I'm able to appreciate what, what I have. Because a lot of times we, we end up just comparing ourselves, looking at other people, what they have, yeah. and the grass is always greener on the other side. And just acknowledging if we have kids, if we have our health, if we're able to see, if we're able to hear, if we're able to talk, those are the biggest blessings that there are. And I think our mind is the biggest blessing we have if we're able to understand and, and accept and have an insight versus you know there, there are people who unfortunately don't have that psychiatric conditions and other things so what we're grateful for doesn't have to be that complicated either there, there's just so much more to look around 
it's just to make the time to sit down for five minutes every day and just say what am I grateful for today yeah. and your mind will come up with so many things because you gave that little space to actually sit and breathe and think what am I grateful for today yeah, yeah. yeah. agree completely okay any parting thoughts Aima no I guess just um, remember risk is always from Allah and there is really no limit on the amount of money you can have you can yeah. decide how much you want and you'll be able to create that and just always be grateful <laughs> put a huge yeah. number to it specifically something you told me the other day on whatsapp what was that if the ch- goal isn't scary enough then it isn't a goal worth <laughs> fighting for yeah so put a number that you feel scary in terms of your head in terms of income or money that you would like yeah. to generate yeah put it something that's scary for you and i'm telling you you'll get creative in random ways that you can make it happen and to do that it just doesn't mean you need to do the work the work actually involves gratitude the work actually involves thanking allah the work actually involves giving value in different forms in your whole day and most importantly asking dua every single day to give this to you if it is only i really really believe that with all my heart as simple as it sounds i literally know it's been proven right for me by just sticking to that goal Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you. It was just awesome talk. It was so good and I I really I really hope more people start educating themselves around that. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Take care, Jay. Assalamu alaikum. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.